Welcome to Embrace It All with Certified Life Coach Angela Adams. Every stage of our lives brings new challenges and opportunities. And did you know that you can love and embrace all of it? Come with me and let me show you how. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back. And I want to say Happy New Year to everybody out there. I hope you all have had a wonderful holiday. (laughs) We had a really terrific holiday and actually a new year that started out not exactly the way we had planned. (laughs) So let me explain. So all last week, we had the opportunity to watch our 18-month-old grandson, who is just a bundle of energy. Oh my word, he is so busy. But luckily, there were five of us, five of us adults who had his full attention. And it really was a blast. There were times that I just kept thinking, oh my goodness, this is why I had children when I was younger. Because right now at age 53, I was having a hard time keeping up. Thank goodness I've had, I had three of my boys here at home to help. And my husband, who was just awesome, taking him on long walks. Anyway, So the plan was for us to watch him during the week so that my daughter and her husband and her other three boys could go to Disney World. And they spent a week in Orlando at Disney World. And all during the week, my daughter would call and she would tell me, she would keep me updated on all their experiences. And it was really interesting because we all thought that our oldest grandson would love all the scary rides, all the roller coasters, all the adventurous rides, and come to find out he hated them. He hated every one of them. And it was his younger brother, who we all thought wouldn't like them, absolutely loved them. And so we started talking about the different experiences that they were all having. And at first, Her and her husband were getting a little discouraged because they first thought, why did we, you know, spend all this money on this ticket for this son who doesn't like these rides at this particular park? And as we were talking about that, um, we concluded that, you know, you just don't know. You don't know what, what they're going to experience. You don't know what experience they are going to have. And it got me thinking about this idea of experiences and how we can all have the same situations. We can all be in the same set of circumstances and every one of us could have a different experience. And really what it boils down to is you, you get to create the experience you want to have. So for example, now when they found out that my oldest grandson didn't like these roller coasters and they had purchased a ticket to a, a park, one of the parks there in Disney World, that had more of those roller coasters. They could have easily, easily made that experience just a frustrating experience and dwelt on the fact that maybe they wasted their money or maybe they wasted their time and, and this and that, the other. Or they had the opportunity to say, you know what? Now we know. Now we know he doesn't like roller coasters. And so... 
We'll find the different rides that he wants to go on and we'll just chalk this up for experience and we aren't going to worry about wasting money because it wasn't a waste of money. It it was a learning experience, right? So as my daughter and I were talking throughout the week, we we both came to the same conclusion that that's exactly what it was. It was a learning experience. And until... Until they took their sons and tried these rides, they would never know. So there was no money wasted at all. It was just a learning experience. And it was the same over our way here with this 18-month-old. Now, I had made the decision that I was going to not do any coaching last week at all because I wanted to have the experience with my 18-month-old grandson. I don't get a chance to, I don't get a chance to spend one-on-one time with my grandsons usually. Um, it's usually all or nothing. And this time I got to spend we got to spend a lot of one-on-one time with him. And so I wanted that experience. So I created that experience. I put coaching aside, but I will admit that all through the week, I would have different thoughts about, ooh, that would make a good podcast, or, oh, that would that would be a great post. But I didn't, I didn't follow through. I just kept those ideas in the back of my mind because I wanted to be true to my the experience I wanted to create. Well, we got to Sunday, and on Sunday, we, well, let me back up. So on Saturday, our youngest son drove back to Utah, and he originally wanted to go on Friday and give him uh, you know, give him one day of cushion or two days of cushion before school started. But the weather was such that it was too snowy, the roads weren't clear, and he just didn't want to fight that. So he waited till Saturday. And it was great. It was great. We spent a very, very low-key New Year's Eve all together, and it was wonderful. When then Saturday, he left and made it to Provo. No, no problems. It was great. So then on Sunday, our... Um, second oldest was traveling home to Iowa. And so he had to get up at 4.30 in the morning to leave to get to the airport by 5.30 and for a 7.30 flight, which was no problem because his twin brother, our third oldest, um, decided that he would drive Derek to the Mesa airport. So we all got up at 4.30 in the morning, said our goodbyes, and um, my husband and I went back to bed. Our grandson was still sleeping, and Devin and Derek were on their way to the airport. Well, at six o'clock, our grandson decided to wake up. Now, this <laughs> this whole week, he didn't wake up until eight a.m. But on this particular day, he woke up at six in the morning, and I could not believe it. So. I thought, okay, I'll go in. I'll see if he'll he'll go back to bed. He didn't go back to bed. But anyway, as I was getting him downstairs, my phone started ringing. So I ran to it thinking, who in the world would call me at six in the morning? Well, it was Derek and he was in Mesa and they had just canceled the flights to Iowa. <laughs> and there we were. Okay, Devin had already just gotten home. And he was in bed and I woke up my husband and said, okay, Derek's flight is canceled. We need to go get Derek, figure something out. So my husband got up, got ready, and we had the whole day planned. We knew we were going to um, 
get up a little bit later, get Landon ready, and we were going to get to Sky Harbor Airport by 10.30 when my daughter landed and had her layover between Orlando and Medford, where they live. Anyway, so we went into, um, I don't know what you would call it, overdrive uh, <laughs> mode. He um, he came home. We He decided not to go get Derek at that time, and he stayed. I got ready. He got Landon situated, and then we got Landon all packed. He got ready, and we decided to go pick up Derek in Mesa and then make our way back to Sky Harbor and have Derek just drop us off at the door, wait in the cell phone parking lot. And that was, that's, and it was just going to be a smooth handoff to my daughter and we would be back. In fact, we would be back to church in no time, which was good because it was the first Sunday of the year and I am in charge of all the children ages 18 months old through 11 years old, and we were having new classes starting that day. And so we had a set of new children coming in, and we had new teachers that were going to be there, and this and that and the other. Well, I knew that there were going to be several subs, and and I knew that maybe the timing was going to be just a little, just a little tricky. So I, I let my counselors know that I would be there. Um, I would probably be there in time for primary, for the children's meeting. Anyway, so not a problem. Had everything all squared away. So we went and picked up Derek. Landon wasn't happy. He was screaming the whole way because he was tired. Go figure, right? <laughs> anyway, my son got us to the airport, to Sky Harbor. He dropped us off at the door, and my husband and I made our way into the gate. And just at that time, we received a text from our daughter saying that their plane had just landed, and they would be getting off the plane. And so it gave my husband and I plenty of time to get to the gate the security area where they would pick up Landon and then be on their way to Medford. So we got up to the gate and and Landon, of course, perked up because he loves being around people and he loves walking. And so my husband took Landon and I was waiting at the, the gate. And five minutes later, we got there and my daughter calls and said, Mom, they just canceled our flight back to Medford. And at this point, I thought, oh my goodness, we are two for two, two canceled flights in one day. So I told her, you know what, you go talk to the ticket counter, tell us, you know, we'll wait here with Landon and we'll figure, we'll figure something out. So about 10 minutes later, my phone rang again and it was my son-in-law and he said, good news, they've rebooked us on another flight, Tuesday night. (laughs) So here we were in the airport. I went over to my husband and I said, well, good news. They rebooked him for Tuesday night. And my husband just looked at me and I just started laughing. I just started laughing because at this point, there was no way we were going to make it to church on time. And our quiet Sunday afternoon was no longer going to be the quiet Sunday afternoon that we had anticipated. Instead, we were going to have a slumber party at grandma's house. <laughs> so 
It took us about uh, 45 minutes to get to the baggage claim and meet them there. And there was no baggage. Their baggage wasn't, wasn't coming. And my daughter decided to go up and talk to the ticket counter again and, and get things squared away as far as their flights go. While my son-in-law was talking to the baggage claim, my husband and I were keeping the four little energetic boys in the airport corralled. We're all exhausted at this point. We're calling our son. We called our son in the cell phone lot and said, you just sit tight, take a nap because it's going to be a while. And then as we were sitting there waiting and I started counting, I realized that we didn't have enough room in my car for everyone's luggage, everyone's um, carry-ons, and we didn't have two of the booster seat car seats because we weren't planning on bringing my daughter and her family back home with us. And I told my husband, I told my husband this, and we both looked at each other and went, oh my goodness. So we had to call and wake up our other son who was back home and, and ask him to bring not only the booster seats, but obviously another car down so that we could get all the luggage in that car and get all the people in my car. <laughs> and unbeknownst to us at this time, he was actually not asleep. He was working hard on the computer trying to find a next the next flight out for my son who needed to be in Iowa, who needed to be back to work by today. Anyway, <laughs> so there we were in the airport waiting, waiting for my one son to come and help us and waiting for the luggage to show up. And in the meantime, I had more teachers call me and tell me that they were sick and they weren't going to show up. So the whole time, the whole time I was thinking, oh my goodness, what kind of experience do I want to have right at this moment? And I kept thinking of Marie Forleo and her quote, everything is figure outable. And, and then I just kept thinking about Marjorie Hinckley and how she used to say, you know, in certain situations, she'd either cry or laugh. And she would prefer laughing because crying gave her a headache. And honestly, I, at this point, I really wasn't feeling any anxiety at all. None. In fact, I was just laughing because I thought, here we were. We thought we were going to have a nice, quiet home. We thought we weren't going to see our grandsons at all in the handoff. And here they were going to be staying with us for two full days. And that's exactly what happened. Anyway, so that is what I have for you today. We get to decide. We get to decide what kind of experience we want in any given situation. And I have enjoyed this experience. It has been crazy. My house is a mess. My daughter is having to repack her bag, so my hallway is full of suitcases and carry-ons. And my grandsons, who love to play outside and in the playroom, have every toy imaginable out. And we have just had a house of chaos, a house of laughter, a house of fun. And it has been a great experience, and it's been one for the books. And I have to tell you, there has been no drama, no nothing. And my anxiety has been at an all-time low. It's because I made the choice. I made the choice to experience, to have the experience I wanted to with my family. 
I wanted to enjoy them for as long as they're here. I don't get to see them very often, and I get to see them for a few more hours. And I wanted to tell you that that is why this podcast didn't air in the morning like it usually does. My life has been a little crazy, but it's the experience I wanted to have, and it's the experience that I wouldn't trade for the world. So, all right, my friends, that's what I have for you today. Go out and create your own experience. Whatever situation you find yourself in, you get to decide what kind of experience you want. It can be any experience that you choose. All right, my friend, have friends, have a great rest of your day, rest of your week, and I will talk to you soon. Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com. I would love to be your coach.